0: Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and today we're going to be looking at Psalms 69 through 72 as we continue in our one year Bible reading plan. Now Psalm 69 is a Psalm of David and David in this Psalm is crying out to God in the midst of his distress. He describes being weary from crying out due to the attacks of his enemies. And as David recounts all the ways that he has suffered, he continually looks to God for his salvation. Now, much of this psalm is actually applied to the ministry of Jesus in the New Testament. Uh, Specifically, we see that verse 4 is quoted of Jesus in John's Gospel, and verse 21 is prophetic of Christ upon the cross. Uh, Psalm 70 is a psalm of David for the memorial offering. And this psalm is almost identical to Psalm 40 verses 13 through 17. And it appears that David actually pulled these verses from Psalm 40 to be sung on some particular occasion. Again, if you're able to view these both side-by-side, you'll be able to see these similarities more clearly. In this psalm, David is calling upon God to act quickly to deliver him. And at the end of the psalm, David points to his lowly estate and his need for a savior. And this is a truth that we all must come to recognize, that we are completely unable to save ourselves. And we are wholly dependent upon the salvation of God. Psalm 71 has no author listed, though it is believed that that it was written by David. Uh, We see several similarities between uh, this psalm and Psalm 31, one of the primary differences being uh, David's references to his old age in Psalm 71, which were missing in Psalm 31. Uh, Calvin indicated in his commentary that this psalm was probably written during Absalom's revolt while Psalm 31 was written during the persecutions by Saul. He concludes that this psalm was simply an adaptation of Psalm 31 for his later afflictions. And lastly, Psalm 72 is a psalm of Solomon. Now, the title lists Solomon, and the traditional understanding of the Hebrew uh, is that the title indicates authorship. However, the Septuagint, which is the Greek translation of the Hebrew Old Testament, Understands Solomon to be listed as the subject of the psalm rather than as its author So there's some differences of opinion as to who the human author is Uh, Calvin takes the opinion that this was a prayer written by David for Solomon and that Solomon was the one who took this prayer later on and put it into poetic form But in any case we see that this psalm looks to God for the prosperity of the king and his kingdom While this psalm is prayed over the human kings of Israel, we see several things throughout the psalm that anticipate the messianic king. And we know that this messianic king is Jesus Christ, who is the son of David, the Messiah, the king of glory from Psalm 24. And we see that all of the blessings ascribed to the king in this psalm find their ultimate fulfillment in the person and work of Jesus Christ, the ultimate king of kings. And the psalmist self-consciously makes this point when he shifts from proclaiming blessings upon the king to proclaiming blessings upon Yahweh. As we read in verses 18 and 19, Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Blessed be his glorious name forever. May the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen.